Welcome to The Catholic Journey. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from beautiful blue sky, mild weather uh, day in the woodlands just north of Houston and coming to you from The Catholic Journey recording studio. So thank you for joining me on this uh, Sunday evening. Well, it's the fourth Sunday of Advent today. Can you believe we are less than a week away from Christmas? I hope you've had just a wonderful and uh, fruitful Advent season, um, beautiful season. You know, for us Catholics, Christ, the Christmas season doesn't start until Christmas. Uh, the preceding weeks before Christmas is Advent, is a time of preparation. And each of the Gospels from the four preceding weeks have very special meaning to them. I was hoping to share today's Gospel. It's very short. It's from the Gospel of Luke. And then a quick little reflection, which I think will tie into this last week of preparation for us and what, what really is the true meaning of Advent and then Christmas time. So let me jump right in. This is a reading from Luke chapter 1, 39 through 45. Like I said, it's very short. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to the town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, that was today's reading, and that was, um, that was Elizabeth speaking mostly to Mary. And as you recall, Elizabeth was with child as well. And Mary, being of child herself, head off to uh, help out her elderly relative, Elizabeth, in her latter days of her pregnancy. Well, let me jump in with this uh, reflection that I, uh, gosh, I'm looking at my old blog here, and it looks like I prepared this back um, in 2010. So it's, it, was a, it was a homily that I shared at a daily mass. So it's a very short homily, but I think it will give us something to uh, think about for maybe this evening as we're laying down, maybe reflecting upon our day reflecting upon our Advent, and then also looking forward to this next week in preparation for our big feast of Christmas. There are two very different but profound messages given to us today in the Gospel, and through the examples of two remarkable women, Mary and Elizabeth. Let's begin with Mary. As we all know, she was carrying Jesus within her womb, and what does she do? Does she withdraw from the community and hide away with this treasure? No, she ventures out into the world with a plan to give service to Elizabeth. Carrying the person of Christ, his love, his grace, and his power, she sets off out into the world, allowing Christ to be present to others. I can't help but wonder if we are applying Mary's example to our lives as well. Each week, and for some of us each day, we receive Christ through the Holy Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity, he becomes as real within us as he was within Mary. And what do we do after Mass? Do we go home and hide him from the world? Or do we, like Mary, go to great effort to share him and to show him to others? I was once asked by a group of Protestants what the main difference was between our faiths. My mind immediately filled with explanations of the sacraments, Mary, the Mass, 
But then it hit me. I explained to this inquiring group that we did share many similarities, yet there were some significant differences. One of those unique and significant differences is our belief of relationship. As Catholics, our primary focus on spirituality is not just a me-and-God relationship, where it is entirely about a personal relationship with God, but rather a common relationship shared by a larger group of people called to serve each other, to love each other, to care for and live for each other. You can see how there is a significant difference. One understanding is quite self-centered in the God and me relationship, and the other is just the opposite. It is a selfless, truly sacrificial. The group of Protestants had many more questions, but I could tell that this explanation was effective in opening their eyes and broadening their understanding of the depth of our Catholic faith. The other example from today's gospel is that from Elizabeth, who immediately identifies and is aware of the presence of God in her midst, how many of us are able to recognize when God's Spirit is upon us? How many of us can see and are aware when God places someone filled with grace into our midst? What power or ability did Elizabeth possess to so clearly see Christ, even Christ hidden within the womb? She had the same ability that we have. It is the Holy Spirit. But she was not hindered by distractions, nor obstacles that can distort so very well. One might even say that she had prepared herself well through living a good life, a holy life, a life that enabled her to truly see the world and its effects so clearly. This preparation was not unique to Elizabeth. It is the same preparation that we are all called to partake in. It has a lot to do with patience, faith, and participating with God when He acts in our lives. Elizabeth shows us that even after being barren for so many years, desiring a child, she doesn't give up hope, she perseveres, living an honorable life, caring for her husband and those around her. And when God chose to finally act, giving her a child, even in her old age, she accepts, trusts the Lord, and nourishes the gift placed in her womb. Did she boast of the miracle? No. Rather, instead, she remains humble and thankful. In fact, what is her initial response when Mary arrives? Elizabeth doesn't focus on herself, but rather states, How does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? She possesses true humility. When we place our focus and our attention on others, and not on ourselves, our ability to see God's presence in and amongst our lives becomes so clear. When we live simple and pure lives, allowing time for contemplation, for prayer, and for serving others, this allows God's Spirit to manifest itself completely and frees us from those selfish desires and that self-absorbency. It is difficult to see Christ in others when we are constantly only looking at ourselves. Mary and Elizabeth have shown us through their life example a way of embracing our Lord, a method for seeing Him in and amongst our lives. It is through accepting Christ, sharing Him unselfishly with others, living simple and humble lives, lives of charity and service, that enables His Spirit to shine. It is by following the examples of these two holy women that Christ is made visible and present in the world. Well, thank you for listening to The Catholic Journey. 
I truly appreciate you taking the time out of your life uh, to join me for this time of sharing a little bit of scripture at times and some reflection, sometimes just pondering over some of the aspects of our lives and our journey together as Christians, but uh, especially today and especially how busy it can be around the holidays. Thank you for tuning in, and if you like what you heard, um, please subscribe to this podcast. Um, You can access it in many different ways. You can just go to your favorite uh, app on your smartphone, type in The Catholic Journey, and subscribe to these podcasts. That way, when one comes out every week, you'll be notified of it, or it will automatically uh, download to your phone. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way, and you could go to www.thecatholicjourney.net think of the fisherman's net or you can also go to my blog page which is deaconpat.net and from there there'll be links to um, my blog site there'll be links to my book site of the books i've written over the years and also a link to my homily site if you'd like to have access to the uh, the numerous homilies that uh, i've uh, archived over the years well anyway you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your advent gearing up for christmas coming uh, in less than a week And may God always keep you in his loving embrace. And I look forward to uh, seeing you in the future, if not here on earth, in uh, our heavenly, beautiful uh, abode that waits us. God bless you. May he forever keep you.